Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year. We are back. This is three rounds of Boxing Collective uh, podcast. I am Justin Foster. Um, and I am Puro, the uh, the duo here for, for the team. Uh, yeah, so we're... Uh, we are just getting back into podcasting. We we started when we first started doing everything with three rounds. Um, then we took about almost a year break, and now we're back. Um, yes, yes. So um, today's episode, you know, Happy New Year, of course. Um, we're recording uh, January 1st. So we're going to go through uh, some stuff from 2018. We found a way to go through and 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 come up with some sort of ranking and some sort of so we could figure out you know box of the year categories uh in some of the amateur divisions um and then we're gonna go through some professional stuff uh we'll do fight of the year fight of the year knockout of the year all that stuff and then we'll go uh we'll talk about stuff coming up in two thousand nineteen. And uh, some of the good stuff from 2018. So um, exciting! So it's a it's a recap show. What happened in 2018? We kind of been out of out of the podcast for for the whole year. So wrap up what 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 happened and kind of look forward to what's coming up next year. And excited to be in this platform to to be able to bring this kind of content to you guys and and connect that way as well. And, you know, before we get into, like, Countdown or who was our top one, you know, or, or any of that stuff, what was probably your favorite moment in 2018? It might have been an event. It could have been... My favorite from, moment? Yeah, 2018. Boxing-wise? Boxing-wise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, favorite event? Um, mm. There's a lot of them out there, man. There, there's a lot of them. Uh, I, I mean, I definitely... Um, I I enjoyed watching uh, Deontay Wilder fight this year, just because you know it was you know it's such a weird underdog feeling because you know you know he's a champion of the world, but you know he gets so much hate so you know uh, I was just excited to see him uh, fight and and do well this year. Um, but I think. I think my favorite year boxing wise was uh the Dizone show in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. And being there uh for Chicago's Jessica McCaskill's uh championship. Yeah. Uh winning the WBC championship. That was that was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. And 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 the way she won that belt, that that was a great fight, you know, uh because it was against a tough opponent. I if I remember correctly, she was she moved up them weight, right? Yeah. She moved up them weight against, you know, I think her opponent had somewhere around, like, 20-plus, 20 25-plus bouts, you know, and, and to go over there, and there was no question of who won that fight. Yeah. And, and she took it, you know, how do you say you got to take it from the champ? Definitely took it from the champ. She and that did was, that. Yeah. And in your hometown, people have to wait years to be able to fight in their hometown. She won the title in her hometown. So, so that, that was... Definitely a big moment. Yeah, yeah, and again, you know, I think being there that for me that makes that makes it that makes it a good one, uh, for me. So yeah, yeah. It's, Shout uh, out to Jessica McCaskill, Rick Ramos. Yeah, body shot boxing out in Chicago. Look them up. Uh, Pilsen, I believe Pilsen neighborhood. 
Um, How about for you? What what was your, what was your twenty eighteen moment? My the the biggest one. There was a lot of big fights that I I was looking forward to and saw. You know, Canelo fought, and you know, have, you know a lot of people have a love hate with Canelo nowadays, or almost all the time. I'm assuming. I think the biggest moment was kind of kind of what you were saying, Wilder and Tyson Tyson Fury fight, especially that final round when I have no idea how Tyson got up from that punch and and. I I'm glad that uh, Wilder was was able to. I think he, he got a lot more fan fans as this this fight was was uh you know being promoted, yeah. which was great to see you know. Uh, but I also became a fan of uh, Tyson as well. I thought that uh, he can be you know he's kind of like probably not as as extreme. He's kind of you know like Mayorga when he was promoting fights, kind of talking a lot of stuff just to kind of get that media right. talking. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? But um, I really like the way he, he boxed and everything. That's maybe a discussion that we can have as far as who you think won because a lot of people have opinion one way or another, you know. But either way, I thought it was a great event. Uh, you know, uh, it was just a, a great show to have. And props for Tyson to come out here, you know. There's, you know, uh, trying to make negotiations with... Uh, uh, Joshua, you know, trying to see if that's gonna ever, ever gonna happen. Tyson took the fight, came here, and just showed that, uh, you know, he he's my pick for like comeback fighter of the year for sure. Yeah, I mean, if if that, I don't know, I didn't know that was a thing until I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I kept seeing that category everywhere, comeback fighter of the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, and I, I maybe it just was something that I I've always ignored, but I never really seen it, and I feel like they made that category so yeah. that Tyson Fury could get props for that, <laughs> and you know I think I think it's deserved. Um, yeah. Well, what's this is the big question? Are they gonna do it again, and how soon? If um. I mean, initially, it seemed like they wanted to do it right away, but, you know, you know, you, you see stuff about, uh, um, you know, people urging, urging the Joshua Wilder fight to happen. Mm. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but it was exciting to see some of these potential matchups coming up. You know, we're just looking at the schedule January. It looks already kind of packed with some no notable names kind of uh, fighting in, in just January itself. So hopefully 2019 just continues that momentum. But let's go ahead and take a step back and, and, and give you some of our, you know, top boxers and, and top fights and stuff of 2018. Kind of recap that before we uh, we start thinking about what what's going to cap. Um, come up in 2019. So we're going to go into real quick our um <clears throat> for 2018 our best ofs. We're we're going to kind of kind of go back and forth. We're going to split it between uh the professionals and then the amateurs uh going back and forth. Uh see how that see how that works out. Yeah, so uh, so so we'll kick it off right away. We're we're gonna go ahead and start with the uh, the bantam division, um, in the amateur uh, uh, ranks or divisions, and we'll go ahead and go with uh, the bantam uh, girl or, or female of the year. Our pick, it was it was close. There was a you know was, we're trying to develop a a point system, right? So so to take the bias away, right? That to, to try to make you know, all the numbers kind of work. So. 
our top pick was uh, Jocelyn Olayo uh, from New Mexico. Uh, she did she did tremendous. She competed. Uh, she's been undefeated for two and a half years. Uh, yeah, national please. championships that she won, and she dominated the competition. So uh, Ivy Enriquez was a, a close number two from Texas, but um, Jocelyn just kept that momentum going, and uh, and and she is our Bantam twenty eighteen uh, female of the year. So, so just uh, just going back for a second, like, do you want to uh, maybe talk about like? the the scoring system how we came up with no, this because probably you know there, there there's a lot of there's a lot of amateurs yeah here and it's is is not an easy task to rank amateurs so we had to come up with you know some sort of way to figure out how we would you know possibly you know get some sort of ranking out of this you know as far as you know best ofs mm-hmm. yeah uh, so. You know, since USA Boxing uh, gives you the rankings typically after every national tournament. So we decided to go to the latest rankings that were uh, released uh, 20th, 22nd of December. So just a couple weeks ago, we went, looked back, and then we went to uh, the four major national tournaments that occur. And then we went in each division, we went per bracket. And uh, we we got the names of the people who competed, gave them a point value per victory, unopposed, winning the tournament, uh, and and just participating. So say you competed, you had one bout, but you didn't advance, you still get a point value for for competing. Uh, but you know if you win a tournament, obviously the value is is a lot bigger. So we tabulated that and kind of went through each major tournament. And then uh, essentially added all those and uh, to give us an average and to see who had the bigger uh, point value at the end. So we also took into consideration some of the other tournaments, uh, like the Golden Gloves, the Junior Golden Gloves, and and and, and such. So, but this is a developing kind of system that we're still trying to figure out. You know, if anybody who watches football, they have like the Troy Aikman system and things. A way to take uh, a. A quantity to be able to give you a, a score of so of sorts. So we essentially took that. So we went and went back to all the tournaments and looked at all the brackets and looked at everything and until we got we were at. So uh, it's not perfect, but it, it was a system that I think was able to at least take the you know a, any bias away from from any any selection. Exactly. So just just so uh, just for clear, it's. It's pretty much an uh, it's an algorithm is there, what it is. There you go. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Uh, and uh, it was it was interesting going back and seeing all this. And um, you know, it's it's uh, never never set up anything like this prior. But I think um, uh, I think a lot of people would appreciate taking the bias and just saying, "Oh, who was my favorite?" You know, so. Uh yeah, so Bantam girl, bat female Bantam, uh Jocelyn Olayo from New Mexico. So congratulations to her, and uh we're gonna go jump in into the Bantam boys or, or the male, um, uh, just because we did uh, each division, we we selected a a best of the year boxer of the year for for the male and for for the female. So for the male was, you know, just the numbers. He was just above everybody else 
is Kermel uh, Moten from Nevada, originally from uh, Utah. This kid is just unbelievable. Uh, he's been ranked number one for several years, multinational champion. People from, you know, that go compete at nationals make way to go see him compete. He's just, uh, he's a very special talent. So if you haven't seen Carmel Moten uh, in the Batten division, um, do check him out. Now he's dead. he's growing. He's, he's starting to go to, to different divisions and get more competition. It's exciting to see somebody of that talent being able to continue getting better. So, uh, and and it it was it was close. We had, we had uh, some other uh, big names, uh, Kaipo Gallegos, also from Nevada, Juan Rivera from uh, Pennsylvania. So there was a lot of them that that, that did a lot of good work. But uh, Carmel Moten definitely he's uh, he's our twenty eighteen boxer of the year. Nice. So. Uh... So again, so for the bantam female, we got Jocelyn Olayo, and um, bantam for the male is uh Kermel Moten. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right. Uh, so our first category for the pros, um, <clears throat> I'm gonna start with knockout of the year. Okay. Uh, I I feel like you know, typically you you probably want to put knockout of the year towards the end. Uh, but this year for knockouts, you know, um, you know, there, there were some great knockouts. Um, there's some, some devastating ones, yeah. uh, you know, just name a couple of, um, um, there's the Usyk's, the most, one of the most recent ones, Usyk's, uh, eighth round TKO, yeah. uh, over Tony Bellew. Yeah. Um, that, that was, that was a very strong one oh, yeah. for me, you know, just, uh, just to kind of cap off a, a pretty dominant performance, you know, yeah. uh, Bello had his moments in the beginning, uh, but then Usyk just pretty much ran away with the fight. Yeah, definitely. Um, there was earlier in the year, there was uh, Kovalev. Uh, Kovalev got knocked out uh, by Alvarez. Um, let's see. Yeah, I forget how you say his his first name, but Alvarez, who was waiting a fair amount of time to to get a big shot, you know, a, a shot at a big, big, big star, and uh, yeah, definitely took it to to Kovalev. Yeah, he um, he warranted uh, <clears throat> being avoided, I guess, if if that's if that's mm-hmm. what yeah. was the case. Yeah. Um, then there was you know the the Charlo second round knockout of uh Centino, um, yeah. you know. These guys, the Charles, when they have the knockouts, they're they're all pretty devastating when they do. They they have um, they have great power, mm-hmm. um, so that that's always uh, fun. I I thought one of the best ones for me was gonna be that uh, a new guy. Is it was he Japanese? Yeah, uh, Inoue. Uh, I want to say he's he's Japanese, uh, and he had a couple knockouts. So this one was which one? Uh, the knockout over pa- uh, Payano. Payano. Yes. Uh, yes. first round, first round knockout. Um, he just he just went to sleep. Just put him out. Yeah, yeah, that, and that guy is 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 one to to keep an eye out. He has devastating power for for the division that he competes in. It's it's exciting to see him compete in in anyway. Yeah, in yeah. In there you way. go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> like I was saying. <laughs> No, um, and, and then there's the Wilder Ortiz uh knockout, um, yeah, again I um, 
with, with that with that with that about uh you know just the other uh, implications of you know oh, yeah. a boogeyman a boogeyman uh that's gonna out outbox uh wilder mm-hmm. and with knockout power mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and, and to cap a little, cap uh cap it off with a knockout I, um yeah. I thought that was a pretty good one um but overall I think I think yeah I'm yeah. gonna go with Uzik on this one yeah, yeah. because he retired the guy. Yeah, yeah, it, and and when you saw that that highlight of the knockout, or, or when you saw the fight and saw the knockout, it was it was pretty devastating. You you knew he wasn't gonna get up. And... It was just it was more it was more sad than it. I was just like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that oh. right there, right there. He looked old. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but Bella uh, looked old. You know, I, I think he lasted longer than I expected. I'm gonna say, was it wasn't it later in the fight? Seven. It was the uh, eighth round to kill. Okay, so so definitely he he took you know he went in there and and, and was there for a couple of rounds and I think Bell you just wanted to see where he was kind of at and and obviously trying to get a um you know a paycheck I'm sure it doesn't doesn't hurt but um. It was good. It's good to see Yuzik. It's kind of like a passing the torch to an extent. Uh, I think Yuzik is is. I mean, he won the tournament, right? He won the uh, was it uh, what division? Wasn't there a lightweight tournament? Uh, it's a cruiser. cruiser. Oh, the cruiser. Cruiser. There we go. So he won. So he has a lot of uh, wins behind him. So he's. Uh, I think he's the the man in the division right now. Who's? Who, I can't even remember who's uh, who's in there, but um, definitely big, big win for him. So next we have no. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's right. Um, but uh, yeah, all those are are, are pretty good knockouts. It pretty much tells you a lot of good things happened this year. So okay, so Yuzik, the uh, Ukrainian, right? Ukrainian. Yes. Yeah, definitely nice. Let's let's keep it moving. So uh, we'll we'll go back into the the amateurs real quick, uh, and we're gonna go to the next division, which is the intermediate division. Um. Again, there was a lot of a lot of big names or a lot of names that uh, have won uh, titles and in, in, in one or more of the tournaments that happened this uh, this past year. Uh, but our intermediate uh, female of the year, boxer of the year, is Sarai Brownell from Georgia. Uh, he's part of the uh, she's part of the Lugo uh, Boxing Club out there, and uh, you know the the. Second was very close. Second was Lynette Pena from Rhode Island. They actually fought at the national championships uh, this past month, so it was good to see the top two kind of kind of boxing each other. So, nice. but just body of work the whole year, keeping everything into account, uh, and just by the the system that we developed here, Sarah Brownell is uh, is our winner, is our boxer of the year in the intermediate division. For the males, um, they're the the winner that we we had there again. It was a, it was a great year for this guy, is uh, Jesus Martinez from Texas. Uh, he is just solid, solid uh, boxer. He competed in Ireland, uh, this year as well, uh, and dominated over there. You saw some of the highlights, some of the videos. Uh, I think we got something posted on. On the Facebook page, um, but he definitely took care of business. Came back here and just been uh, dominate, and he's been fighting some real, real tough competition. 
and uh, it was good to see him, um, you know, just keep on getting better. So our 2018 boxer of the year in the intermediate male is Jesus Martinez from Texas. All right, so congratulations to uh, Sarai Brown. Brown L. Brown hyphen L. Oh, Brown L. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, intermediate female and to Jesus Martinez, inter- intermediate boys. Yeah. Uh, so good job with that, guys. Uh, so going back over to the pros, uh, going to fight of the year. Oof. Um, so there was, this is a fun year. Um. <clears throat> I I thought it was funnier. Uh, some of these the these bouts, the decisions, um, and people's reactions to the decisions. Uh, kind of overshadowed them, huh. right right off the bat. You know the Golovkin Canelo fight, the Golovkin Canelo two. Mm. That was a that was an awesome fight, but. Immediately, people are just talking about the decision, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. um, so that that was that's one of the the top ones of the year, automatically. Um, there's the Herd Lara fight, that was a great fight, yeah. for sure, and that really um. The that I felt like that put things in perspective, as to you know who Jared Hurd is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there was there was still question marks out for him, but yeah. Um, I liked uh the Crawford Benavides fight. Um, I didn't see that on any uh fights of the year. Um, and so maybe it doesn't, and maybe that doesn't go on the list. But that was that was a uh an exciting one for me, maybe just because I don't know. I was watching it at Hooters, I guess. <laughs> no, it's a good, it's a good <laughs> fight. And Crawford say active, right? I think he fought a couple times this, uh, this year. I think it was twice. Yeah, I think it was twice this year. Okay, nice. Um. Then there's the Fury and Wilder fight. Mm. Um, and of course there's the Rungvisai Estrada, which I believe was very early in the year, right? Yeah, I think it was February, maybe. It was one of those, I want to say the Superfly shows, maybe? Yeah, I almost forgot about that because it was so long ago. <laughs> yeah, it was so It did seem like it was 2018. Yeah. So that one, I feel like, um, <clears throat> I, I think, I feel like on a boxer uh, enthusiast level, I think the Rung Visay Estrada fight is probably... For me, the fight of the year, mm-hmm. very exciting fight. Yeah. Um. But, in general, on a on a larger scale, um, you know those guys are are great athletes, great boxers, but, fan wise, um, they're a little bit, too small, for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so, for me, it came down to. Golovkin Canelo too, and Fury and Wilder. Uh, yep. Um. And the big drama show wasn't in the Golovkin Canelo too, as far as um. You you just can't beat Fury getting up like that in the twelfth round. Oh, yeah. You know he oh, just oh, can't. Man. You can't get past that was. That was incredible. I think I think that yeah, that's that was ridiculous. Yeah. Um 
So for me, the Fury Wilder fight, um, yeah, that that one takes the cake for for the fight of the year. Yeah, just in the whole event, you know, you know everybody, you know, any gym or anywhere that I went, a lot of people had a strong opinion about that fight. Uh, a lot of people were looking forward to it. Like I said, I think uh, Wilder gained a lot new fan uh, fan base uh, and. You know, just the whole anticipation of the fight and then, then the fight, you know, happens. You know, there's a lot of things that, uh, you know, Tyson's kind of kind of kind of boxing a lot. But then, you know, that Wilder has that power and then all the things that kind of happen. And then the 12th round for that to happen. It was to me, it was definitely a fight of the year for me. Just as, as, as a complete package. It, it, and yeah, it, it's just exciting to have um, an American heavyweight to look at. Whether you like him or you don't like him, whether you think he's good or not, it it brings a level to excitement, um, to boxing, um, yeah. I, I was gonna say kind of like you know the Chicago Bears mm. getting into the playoffs. Yeah. I feel like it brings more excitement oh, yeah. to the league, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I, it's. Yeah, I think it's going to benefit boxing in general. is going to benefit everybody's kind of anticipating what's their next move, you know. A couple of years ago, you know, there was nothing happening in the, the, the heavyweight division, especially in the in the U.S. heavyweights. Now, you know, you have a, a, a big name who, um, you know, like you said, was hated on for, for a while, but I think a lot of people have started to see, you know, um, you know, because he's, he's, you know, he went to the Olympics, you know, he's, he's been trained, he's been doing this, not somebody that just kind of got up and started to do it. He's put his time in and, uh, you know, I think this year he'll, he'll, whatever fight he takes will be a big fight. Yeah, that, that's for sure. So he, he's officially, um, I, I think the missing key for as far as boxing, you know, everyone knows boxing is back. Because we're all boxing people, yeah. but again, you know, in the general general public's perception, uh, you know, I I still think that the UFC and mixed up martial arts has a bit of an edge on boxing, and I believe that the heavyweight division uh, in the United States is what boxing as a whole mm-hmm. really needs to 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 really get. Uh, back in that conversation, um, yeah. yeah, for whatever reason, you know, we know there's great boxers at, at all weight weight classes, yeah, um, yeah, but you yeah. Know, it, it, it was that the whole love affair with the heavyweight division because a, a punch can literally switch the fight, you know, and nowadays we're actually kind of fortunate because not only do we have heavyweights in the U.S. that are competitive, but you know, outside of the U.S., there's a lot of, you know, well, Tyson, you know, uh, Joshua, you know, Parker from uh, Australia. You know, there's a lot of good heavyweights, a lot of good matchups that can come up. Yeah, so I, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking that, you know, if if Joshua doesn't fight Wilder next, if that doesn't happen, um, does Joshua fight in the U.S.? Um, and even though that's not an American heavyweight, if he does fight in the U.S., you know, obviously he he's got to try to get himself into this uh, U.S. market. Yeah. And just by doing that, exposing himself, even though he's not from the U.S., it's it's uh, it should you know, 
again help jumpstart um, the heavyweight division and uh, boxing. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's exciting, you know. Uh, the heavyweight d- division tends to to do well in in other uh, with just the general audience, you know. When you talk to just anybody at work or somebody who's not really in a boxing kind of you know atmosphere or, or just in a boxing circles or anything you can talk heavyweight boxing with with anybody you know uh because it's it's just that attraction that it has and and with ufc and all that stuff kind of happening a lot of people do want to talk about combat combat sports that that's exciting so i think it's a great opportunity i think they're they're trying to take advantage and a lot of the drama that happened in this wilder tyson fight and all that kind of things um i think it can only help continue yeah. help boxing yeah the Definitely, the the excitement is back, and yeah. uh, hopefully, it stays back for a while. Definitely, definitely. Um, so we'll bring it back to 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 the amateurs, which essentially are the, uh, you know, it's like the minor league system for the pros. You know, it's a lot of very talented kids out here that I'm almost guaranteed that we will see a lot of these guys, you know, as they develop for and sure. Good pros for sure. We will definitely see. Oh yeah. Names on this list. Uh, becoming pros. Yeah, and uh, and we'll continue. We'll go ahead and we're going to the, jump into the junior division now. Uh, and also, uh, a couple of weeks ago, USA Boxing did their kind of their official kind of boxers of the years as well, which is interesting to see. And for this junior division, uh, we were on the same page actually, uh, which uh, very nice. You know, which is good because uh, I guess we're in the same kind of way of thinking so for the junior women's boxer of the year uh three rounds uh, official boxer of the year for 2018 is uh kayla gomez from texas this you know she she's currently number one at 101 pounds she is just just a beast you know she goes in there and is fighting you know you, when you see a boxer you, you train somebody and when you know that somebody is focus you can see it in their eyes you know and she is completely ready to go she uh she trains alongside with uh her mother uh crystal who uh also competes she competes uh she competed in the western um uh, the western elite uh, or the qualifiers sorry just couldn't remember she actually competed with a, a local boxer kimberly carlson okay sam colonna so uh, great fight, by the way, and so so you had this already in the family, and and actually her grandma is uh, is a, is the coach, and they they travel and they go to the different gyms, and but she is she eats, lives, and breathes boxing like that is what, and it can tell it translates. Yeah, it. She she definitely passes the eye test. So definitely when you, when you watch her. If you if you go onto the Facebook page, go ahead and search uh, the uh, hashtag three hour undercore spotlight. Her, we spot we got the privilege of uh, interviewing her and just kind of her, seeing her backstory and, and and it's great to see somebody that we we reached out to kind of kind of notice that she was doing something you know great and then for her to continue gaining these recognitions and 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 you know it's only going to fuel how she's going to perform later which is which is excellent so uh, a close second was uh Reina Teles from Texas also very talented heavy boxer uh multinational champion 
Uh, and Sheree May Patricio from Hawaii, uh, another great, great boxer that uh, uh, had an had a excellent fight in the, um, in the national championships. It's also on the Facebook page, so just go ahead and, and search for that. So, And then over on the male side of the junior division, um, again, we, we coincided with, with USA Boxing and uh, Trinidad Vargas from Texas, currently number one at 110 uh, pounds. Uh, man, he is, you know, he, he went undefeated for, for a good amount of time at the national level, you know, mm-hmm. and, and each time he competed in each tournament, he was fighting two, three, four, or five times. Very difficult to do, but he was very consistent. And, and again, it's, it's, uh, it's another boxer who, um, you know that this is what he wants to do. He wants to try to see how good he can do. He 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 kind of challenges himself, and um and, and it's great to see. So he, uh, you know, he got uh, a silver medal at at this last year's nationals. You know, at, at, he went to the uh, to the finals and 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 lost a decision. But prior to that, he he you know, and I think beyond that, I think he, that's only going to make him hungrier. So congratulations to. Uh, Trinidad Vargas uh, from Texas and Kayla Gomez from Texas as our uh, junior boxers of the year. All right. Nice. Nice. What uh? What 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 pro division do we got next? Uh. Okay. So or- for pros, um. Uh. This next category is gonna be all uh, round of the year. I'm uh. I'm not. I'm not even gonna bother with this list. I'm just gonna go straight, straight to the Fury versus Wilder. We already touched on it. Yeah. A yeah. bit. Uh. But, you know. So obviously, I'm watching. I'm watching the bout. Uh. I want Wilder to win. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm watching the bout, and. I'm I'm getting a little bit nervous here because you know at the at this point you know he had. Uh, he had a knockdown, so he had two two points there. Yeah, and I gave him I gave him a couple of the rounds in the beginning that the judges uh didn't, and they gave him a round that I didn't give him. So I was I was a little bit nervous. I you know I was like okay, well we gotta we gotta do something here. All right, mm-hmm. um. And you know you're always holding on to the last minute, but you 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 know I'm I'm thinking it's not gonna happen. It's not yeah, gonna happen. Yeah. Oh man. And then boom. Oh. Oh. Tyson Fury died. He dead. He was dead. He <laughs> dropped. Well, what was it? We hit him there with the right, and then the left on the way down. Yeah. And he was dead. Everyone thought it was over. Everybody thought it was over. Wilder thought it was over. Yeah. Everybody. Uh, the ref, the lady that jumped up and started counting outside the ring, she thought it was over. Uh, yeah. You know, and he got up. That was, and I, I honestly, I don't care about about the the time, that the whole 10 seconds thing, you know. The, oh, the show, yeah. I'm sure that he gets up like a little bit after 10, 10 seconds. Like when you have a guy counting with his fingers, that's close enough. And to get up from that, he could have given him a fifteen second count, but he got up. Yeah, and then, you know, it, and then he, I believe, he wins the rest of the round in my eyes. Um, 
Fury comes back to win the rest of the round. Yeah, I think so. And, um, mm-hmm. so that, you know, that, you know, there's, um, I, I mean, I guess I can give a, a shout out to the round 12 of, uh, the Rung Messiah Strata fight, because that was, it was, it was pretty exciting, but no. Yeah. <laughs> Fury <won. laughs> But no. <laughs> yeah, no, that, hands down, I don't know who else, I mean, I'm sure there was a, a other, uh, you know, great rounds and, and things, but just. Just the the drama in the twelfth round, you know, this is stuff that you you you'll end up seeing like in movies or something. This is something that's just perfectly, uh, you couldn't make this stuff up. You know, like this is it was great. Everybody was in their feet. He was getting up. It was just you know a lot of some people were on edge. You don't know how Wilder is doing. You know, Tyson's moving and then boom, puts him down and then yeah, I don't know how he got up, but he got up. You know and. That was great. I think that, the the that Undertaker in, uh, Undertaker memes <laughs> that yeah the videos it was great. It was it was it was awesome. And I think when he got up, uh, a lot of people. Um, I think uh, Tyson got some fans there as well. He's like, for oh sure. man, that's that's just incredible. For you sure. Know? You know these are big guys throwing precise uh, punches. You know maybe the twelve. You know they're they're a little tired here and there, but still very heavy shots, and to be able to take something. You know, after going 11 and a half rounds, you know, against, you know, essentially the biggest competition, the biggest heavyweight bout that we've seen um, maybe since, I don't know, Joshua Klitschko or something. But it was a huge uh, heavyweight fight. And um, yeah, I mean, that that was great on both sides. Yeah. You know, to have the power in the 12th Mm. for such a devastating knockout. And then... To get up from, so yeah, round of the year, awesome. Fury Wilder. Yeah, no doubt about that one. So, and uh, I think right now we'll take a quick break, uh, to get a word from our sponsors. Oh yeah. Maybe, we'll maybe I don't know. <laughs> we may or may not have sponsors, yeah, so uh, we'll see. But we'll be. But right if you want a sponsor, just get at holla, us. holla. Yes. All right, and we're back. So we got the last couple of um, uh, categories here uh, to go. We're going to go ahead and uh, continue with the the youth division. Uh, uh, This is in the amateur side. And our 2018 Boxer of the Year in the youth uh, women's division is Heaven Garcia from California. you know what can you say about it? she? She uh, got gold at Youth Continentals. She got gold at the World Championships in uh, Budapest, Hungary. She uh, competed at the Youth Olympics in Argentina. Came back with a bronze. She did her elite debut and competed against you know Team USA members. Uh, actually, beat uh, Christina Cruz from Team USA in her debut at the elite level. So. You know, it, she competed most of the year in the youth uh, division, so she is our 2018 uh, Youth Women's Boxer of the Year. In the men's side, also is a uh, Team USA member, um, and his name is uh, Asha Stevens from Hawaii. Uh, he uh, he also had a, a, an excellent year. He also got gold in Budapest, or I'm sorry, he got gold in Bulgaria, 
I want to say it was around May, somewhere early, uh, April maybe. And then he also got the Outstanding Boxer Award in that tournament. So and this was his first year competing at the international level. He did just spectacular. Wow. And uh, and really just kind of stormed onto the scene, you know. Uh, first year there, Team USA, and already getting a couple, you know, medals. It was, it was great. So con- congratulations to Asha Stevens and Heaven Garcia, uh, both uh, Youth Boxers of the Year. Nice, getting, getting some international yep. uh, recognition there. Um, Definitely. <clears throat> which is great. So, uh, on the pro side, um, we've got last category that we're going to do, uh, Fighter of the Year. There we go. All right, let's see. We'll go through the list real quick. We got Canelo as a candidate. We've got Tyson Fury as a candidate. Uh, Inoue? Inoue, yeah. Inoue. Inoue. Lomachenko, of course. Yeah. Um, And Usyk. Is that Alexander Usyk? Yeah, I think that, yeah. Alexander Usyk. Usyk. Um... So that's, I mean, that's a, it's a pretty, uh, it's a list of a really, really good box. We did a lot of stuff this year, for sure. Yeah, I was, you know, <clears throat> I, I was compiling lists, uh, looking at other people's lists, mm-hmm. and I was tweaking things, I was changing things. Um, you know, uh, Canelo, Canelo, uh, had a, had a great year, yeah. uh, Great performance show, dominance. Fury, of course, had his comeback. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, real quick, going back. Let's go into the Canelo Triple G. Because, okay. okay. you know, that was earlier this year. It had a lot of talk. A lot, um, yeah. And I, I just said... It showed dominance, but I know that's not that's not the general consensus. Uh, that's what I feel. Um, I think what it comes down to is the jab is a is a tool. Mm-hmm. It is a punch as well, but it's also a tool. And I don't, I didn't see Golovkin's jab um, achieving anything. Uh, if he's using it as a punch, Canelo had better punches. Yeah. Um, if he's using just for numbers, then, then I guess he did his job. But otherwise, I don't think, I don't think there was anything. Um, I I I don't think there was anything there that was accomplished. I, and and people, I I heard people saying that, you know, Golovkin. Uh, boxed him and I, I think people think because you see a jab that means they're boxing yeah yeah I the way that I saw it is that the first bout it went to where wherever Canelo wanted to take it and yeah. he would back himself Into to the, the ropes, ropes yeah often um and then there's this fight I think Canelo wants to keep it in the middle of the ring so it stayed in the middle of the ring it had nothing to do with Golovkin's jab, but that's how I saw about. Yeah, no, I similar. I I thought that, 
you know, the way that uh, Golovkin kind of got his notoriety and how people really kind of going behind it, it, it wasn't because he was using the jab, right? He was a power puncher. He was somebody who was trying to stop people, hurt people to, to you know, to, to win the fight. I think when he came up against Canelo, I think Canelo had a good plan uh, to, to really do uh, what he wanted to do in there, especially in the first fight. I think he was able to move around. The second fight, I think... He was landing the more significant combinations, uh, you know, and it, it's one of those things that people will always uh, agree to disagree, you know, uh, but I thought that Canelo just did uh, a lot more, and I think he, you know, it's uh, well-deserved. I Do you think they'll do it again? Do you think they'll, is that something that will have enough interest because uh, it was a draw and now one of them um. in, in Canelo's direction? You know, I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah. I I don't know. It, it it's hard to say. I, I honestly don't know where they're at with that. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think what happened with the uh, Charlos recently gonna make any difference? Of uh... I I still have to watch. Um, okay. Watch the fight, but do you think it's gonna make any difference as far as like are, are they gonna try to match? I know Charlos been calling Canelo. Both of them, pretty much, for, for a while. I don't know. Now, with Canelo doing, you know, wait, he had wait, that wait. exhibition fight in, at Super who, Like Who was doing the call? Calling Jermall or well, Jermall? I think it was... Well, see, now I'm confused. But I think it was Jermall. <laughs> okay. Like, it was... it was. He's like, you know, I'll go with whatever division to fight Canelo, all this and that. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know if the outcome of this these fights just a couple of weeks ago are going to have anything. But during those fights, uh, the Charlo card... I think Jacobs was the name that was being mentioned a lot more frequently. So I think... Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's one of those things that... Interesting matchups. And I think Canelo is... He's under driver's seat. You know? Now sign up with the zone. So... And uh, and I believe Jacobs is the zone. Because Jacobs okay. with Eddie Hearn. Um, so... Uh, Canelo-Jacobs looks like an easy match to make. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then looks like that's definitely a fight that I would want to see. Oh, like, yeah. um, it's not like a throwaway fight. Sometimes, sometimes there's a couple, two, three fights that you want to see get made or possibilities. And then it just goes like to like Rocky Fielding or something like that, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, which, which by the way, was just, I don't know. It was just another fight. It, get it was what. We thought it was. Yeah. When you put Aaron Rodgers in the boxing ring, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Yeah, he does look like Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that that's crazy. So, I mean, you know, something's coming out with Canelo. And, and again, it's kind of similar to Wilder. You know, whatever fight he takes, it, it's going to be a big deal. So, Anyways, uh, yeah. I digressed. <laughs> um, so, yeah, fight of the year. Make this quick. Yep. I I picked Uzik. Um Uzik. Um <clears throat> again uh Rocky Felding for me that I don't th- I don't think that can get you fighter of the year honors. Um no I mean he's a great fighter. We know who Canelo is. Um Fury, um good, great candidate as well. Um but I I'm just mostly impressed with the uh Uzik, Uzik, yeah. Um, 
Alexander, uh, he had three bouts. He fought three times. Okay. Fought in January, fought in July, uh, fought in December, uh, and went uh, majority draw or wait majority decision, unanimous decision, and TKO respectively. Yeah. So, uh, for me, that's Usyk. Uh, he he's got. If you guys haven't seen him fight, yeah. um, he's definitely he he's definitely talented. He, he trains. Uh, and I believe he was on the, the Olympic team with uh, Lomachenko. Yeah. So you can see the similarities. I, I wouldn't say that he's a cruiserweight version of Lomachenko, but you could definitely see that they come from the same school of thought. Yeah. Uh, fun fighter to watch. And um, uh, like I said, I believe that's cruiserweight. And, you know, we just kind of ignore cruiserweights. Yeah. So Yeah, that's that's right. He's he, But he's exciting. Uh, you know, and, and he seems pretty dominant right now. So it's, you know, I think that's what makes it special. You know, when you start, you know, you don't know what's going to happen, you know, and, and you see the, the upside, but has he been, you know, how tested has he been? So it, this this next year is probably going to be some exciting matchups and um, just looking to see who, who can challenge Usyk and, and, and go from there because that guy has, uh, he's a, you know, devastating puncher, and like you said, he's well schooled. So, he uh, he can he can box you. You know, he can he can do whatever he needs to do to the win. And obviously, he he's gonna keep the momentum going from from twenty eighteen. So definitely, uh, someone to watch. So yeah, music, boxer of the year, nice. And to wrap it up, we're just gonna wrap it up with the elite division in the the uh, youth amateurs, and you know, it was. Uh, you know, we we got the points and everything, but the, our, our winners are uh, all. They were in the team USA, uh, uh, rank uh, or part of the team USA. And for the elite women, uh, it was Virginia Fouche from Texas. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that last name correctly, but she, uh, I believe she, you know, she competed internationally. Has com- consistently been winning. And you know you can tell that she she's really on track to do some some major major damage with the Olympics around the corner, and things like that. It's just she's super talented. She is in the she competes in the one hundred and twelve pound division, uh. So she competes against some very top uh amateur boxers from the the USA. So Virginia Fu, uh, just just excellent excellent year. In the elite men's side, uh, another uh, uh, great, great boxer. He actually had uh, he had a tournament in, I want to say it's in Bulgaria. He went in there, and I think he fought three times and went, went undefeated. He actually he got the gold, but in one of those matchups, he had one of the nicest, like, knockouts. Like, knocked the other guy. He wobbled, and, and just, you can tell he has power. He's well-schooled. And we're talking about Richard Torres Jr. from California. Mm. That guy is 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 a beast. Actually, actually, our uh, one of the local boxers, Luis uh, Alvarado, he from from Wisconsin. He, he competed with him uh, in the nationals uh, yeah. in December. So, and um, so excited to see a, a, a local boxer kind of learn from that and fighting against essentially the best elite men's uh, boxer right now. So, that's great. So that's. Virginia Fouche and Richard Torres Jr., uh, elite men 
2018 Boxer of the Years, and excited to see all these all these kids work. And there were so many others, uh, and there was a lot of close, um, you know, uh, you know, for, for you know, for example, in the elite woman division, number three is actually a local boxer, uh, Kimberly Carlson from Sam Colonna. Uh, you know, she, she won a national, uh, championship. She, she won the Golden Gloves National Championships. She, she competed in the national tournaments. Uh, I, I want to say all, all three of them that she could have. Great. It, it's, it's exciting to see a local boxer doing that and being, uh, competing against the best. So that was, that was great. Ex- expecting to see more from, from her. So she's also a great person. So, uh, shout out to Kim. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, and and in the elite men, uh, another notable uh, shout out. I think he had a, a great year. He's uh, he's over from Michigan, Joseph Hicks Jr. He's competed at locally here at the uh, the King of the Jungle. He you know he's he's done some of that stuff, but he he went and competed against some of the best and uh, you know just just another you know. Another great solid uh boxer that's this preparing himself to go pro and, and, and just taking the next step. And it's great to see local guys just kinda kinda getting that opportunity against the best. So congratulations congratulations to all the boxers. Everybody uh has is, is is awesome. It's very difficult to get this down to to a number al, al, you know, algorithm. I think and uh, algorithm. Uh, there we go. There we go. So, but congratulations to everybody, and you know we're just gonna keep keep seeing where they where they go from here. Yeah. Um. And there's no doubt in mind that there will be multiple people from this list that, you know, are just gonna continue to grow a fan base. Uh, and move on to the pros. Uh, excellent fighters. Um, that weren't even mentioned. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Including these guys, uh, so, <clears throat> um, just remember, guys. Well, for these rankings, uh, it's really tough. There's lots of amateur boxers oh, yeah. in the country, uh, and just remember, if you're upset, <laughs> if you're a little, your feelings are hurt a mm-hmm. little bit. Just remember algorithms. All yeah. right, <laughs> blame it on the algorithms. Yeah, and and you know. If you want to, you know, like you said, there's there was hundreds and hundreds of, of, of boxers and, you know, all you can do is go over there and perform and, and, and we'll, we'll, we're always watching. We're always making sure that they keep up with with everybody. And, uh, you know, it's 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 good to good to see them. And now it's, it's exciting now because 2020 is right on the, around the corner. You know, so so a lot of these boxers, especially in the elite division, are are competing for something a little bit more than a national title. They're they're competing for a shot to to make the Olympic U.S. team, which is something that almost any elite amateur boxer probably has in their mindset if if they can make it. So, um, you know, big shout out to you know we're talking about you know a lot of amateurs going pro. Shout out to a lot of them that went pro this year. Uh, just recently, uh, Nano Vargas from Wisconsin went to Ohio, picked up his first win. Big shout out to him. Uh, Diego Pacheco in California went to Tijuana to get his first win just, just this past month. Uh, I mean, you have you know, David Stevens from Pennsylvania, Team USA member, also went pro. Um, Lorenzo Sim- uh, Simpson, also in Team USA, went pro. So they, 
a lot of these guys, you will eventually see them on your what's, on your pay per view screen. What's um, <clears throat> what what do they call him? What white chocolate? White chocolate. Yes. Uh, what is it? his his name? Is um, I can't I can't remember. But he actually competed at two the zone shows. I believe he competed. He debuted in Chicago when they had the Chicago show. Right. So I actually uh saw him the night and and um. I, I, I saw him. I was going to uh, say something to him. But, um, so, I live up in the suburbs, right? So, about an hour drive to the city. Mm-hmm. Really had to use the bathroom, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I had to park on the street. <laughs> I walked to the stadium. And I just, I just you know. Yeah. I, I got to I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> um, it was a long drive. I was drinking a lot of fluids. Um I saw where I was going to sit. I just go straight to the beeline, straight to the bathroom. And I'm walking by. I'm like, I see him. And I'm like, oh, look, it's it's uh, white chocolate. Uh, I should say something. But it just wasn't. Nothing was going to come out at that time other than, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I would say it's Nikita. I want to say his name is. I, I'm sorry if I, I can't remember. But, yes, he, he did debut this year also. There's There's a lot of them. Uh, one of them that I forgot, local uh, cruiserweight, uh, uh, Owen yes. Saldana from Tri-City Boxing, uh, made his debut. Just an awesome, uh, I don't know, if you're debuting, you want to get in a car like that. He got into the zone card in Chicago. It uh, was just... It well, was, not, it wasn't the zone card. It was um, the World uh, Super Series. Oh, the Super Series. That's right. I'm sorry, because Chicago got a couple of of cards, right? This, yeah, was it was. I don't know, but he he uh, debuted in in, in a, a bigger card. Um, yeah, it was the Super Series um, uh, show, and you know, expecting a, a big 2019 from him. Um, and and he showed power. He stopped his opponent. Uh, he showed skill. He's he's trained uh, there by Coach Pat White. Uh, trains a lot of the amateurs that compete locally around this area. So it's great to see him, you know, develop and see how he comes up. Yeah, though, uh, good performance. That's what you want to see out of his debut. Uh, shout out to Owen. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll take a quick break. Maybe we'll get some sponsors in there. We'll see. Um, and then we'll back and be back and wrap it up. All right. Uh time to wrap it up guys uh so this is our first podcast in a long time we're definitely going to be cleaning up the episodes we just really had to get something going mm-hmm. again uh it's it's the new year um so for 2019 we're just looking forward to continuing to bring you guys um the best amateur boxing coverage that we can um yeah, so, yeah. so yeah, um, you know, just just kind of looking ahead, uh, starting off the new year, uh, you know, you're gonna see a lot of uh, silver gloves go uh, regional tournaments happening. There's one in California coming up, and several other states. So it's all in preparation to the national silver gloves, which is gonna happen um, at the end of the month, uh, January thirtieth to through the second of February. So a lot of the 
lower, you know, younger uh, divisions are going to be competing for for that Silver Glove uh, Championship. So that's that's exciting uh, for the, uh, you know, the elites or, or the higher or older weight classes. You know, you have the Western Elite uh, Qualifier that's coming up. That one's going to be in, uh, it's going to be March. So we'll definitely mention this as it kind of gets closer to it. Uh, it's going to be in Reno, Nevada. This year, uh, we post it up in, in their schedule. So you just kind of go to the page. And uh, they changed, you know, they changed locations to a lot of these tournaments, which is great. We have we have uh, uh, two local shows, so local, quote unquote, you know, the, the Junior Olympics is going to be in Madison, Wisconsin. Um uh, which is nice, you know, it's a drive away, which is, which is nice. It will be nice to go and check that out and, and kind of see everything happen uh, up close. Uh, also, there's going to be an all-comers summer open uh, the following month in July in so, Peoria. So about about this, I, I still didn't understand. Is it is it a novice tournament or is it it's everybody? Uh, from what I heard from, uh, Michael Campbell, who is the events coordinator, I believe is his title at USA Boxing, it's, uh, just novice boxers. Uh, we'll try to get more information as it comes available, but as far as you know, it's an, it's an all novice tournament that's going to be held in July over in Peoria, Illinois, uh, which is, which is great. It's, it's good to have them within driving distance, so... And obviously, the Eastern Elite Qualifier is still not that far away. It's in Columbus, Ohio, which is uh, it's not too, it's not too bad. So, but not definitely not where they, you know, are are used to being held, like in West Virginia and Tennessee. So, so and, a big of a change. And they're, uh, they're all close enough for us to, uh, actually travel to. So hopefully, we get out to, one, two. Or maybe more of these tournaments, yeah. and actually get some in-person coverage. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you know, we've done a lot of this coverage. Coverage, you know, just kind of online or just kind of contacting people like that. I can only imagine how much better the coverage would be if we're there. So, so do follow the page, like it, share it to anybody you think might uh, want to see, hear some of the content, and 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 see some of the content that we're put, putting out there. But. Uh, we'll keep you posted, uh, you know, and that's in the amateur level and, and just in the pro, just to, you know, we'll, we'll continue covering more pro uh, as we can, especially in the podcast when we have conversations, you know, but there's a, a lot of great matchups coming up. You know, obviously one of the bigger ones is uh, Pacquiao and Broner. Yes, uh, yeah, Pacquiao Broner. Um, who do you got for that one? You know, I, I think... Uh, I, you know, being out of the ring so long, I, I think Broner has the opportunity to... Would it be an upset if he beats Pacquiao? How would you think? How, how would that fare? For me, it would be a sigh of relief. Hmm. I don't know if... I don't know if... I don't, I don't know what dictates upset. Yeah. I, I don't know if there's upset for this. I, I really think it's going to be a good fight. Um, yeah. You know, I... I do believe that since the Maidana fight, um, Broner hasn't fought. Um, he hasn't fought. He hasn't um, really attacked as much. At, you know, I think it could be a mental thing where he's not really going in there planning to do a certain thing, but maybe uh, some sort of uh, PTSD type thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever the case is, you know, 
you know, Pacquiao, you know, is going to bring something to him. Uh, no matter what Pacquiao it is, you know, he's going to bring something to him that's going to, he's going to either have to fight or, you know, yeah, or get out of there. So, mm-hmm. um, I believe uh, it, it'll be a good fight. And I'm I'm gonna go for Broner on this one. Yeah. Uh, let me some A B. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's I think it's a it's a good fight. It's a good matchup. I think they're both kind of around the same uh, place. I guess uh, they're both you know they're not you know, like over the hill you know, but I think they have enough skill to kind of keep it keep it exciting. Uh, Broner has always shown that he has skill, you know. And, and Pacquiao, he's always he, he just you know comes to comes to fight. So, um, but some of these past uh, performances by him are, I think that's what is intriguing to to me. I want to see how they're, they're going to respond and see how they're going to do that. So, so that's probably the bigger fight, and that's happening on the nineteenth. You know, the day the the day before on the zone, um, one of the middleweight champions is, is competing. Uh, Demetrius Andrade. Uh, is going to be competing a potential Canelo opponent, uh, possibly. So that might be interesting, good to see. Also on that card is uh, uh, Jorge Linares is is, is um, competing. So you know something to watch, and that's under the Zone app. Uh, if you haven't got it, it, it's pretty much the way to go. We didn't we didn't mention anything, but HBO went away. You know HBO said goodbye to boxing, and so there the, the good thing. As a boxing fan, is that there's other other options now. The Zone has really picked up the pick, picked it up for us. Uh, ESPN, with top rank, is doing a lot of shows, which is great. You know, you see Lomachenko there like all the time. You know, Crawford, you've seen him compete there several times, which is great. Uh, they have a platform as big as ESPN putting some of these fights uh, to to an audience potentially that haven't really gone out to watch boxing you know now it's on ESPN and they can click it on so which is good and then and then you got Al Heyman's PBC yeah with the was a Fox Fox yeah Fox and their networks yeah um, that's 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 true so there's there is option and talking about Fox at the end of the month on the 26th Keith Thurman is is, is uh, returning after the was it a shoulder injury I think it was yeah uh, I believe so, so. Was an injury. He's coming back. He's he's you know he's fighting uh, Josecito Lopez. I believe he's going up in weight. I can't remember. Is that what the? That's on. That's the, who he's fighting. That's that's what uh, my my schedule here says. It's uh, Keith Thurman uh, versus Josecito Lopez for the WBA. Why did I think it was someone else? Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it could be. Maybe they did switch it, but also in there um, another potential uh, opponent for Canelo. I mean, it seems like almost everybody can be a potential opponent for Canelo nowadays. Uh, uh, Jaime Munguia. Munguia made a, made a big statement also. A lot of uh, power behind the shot, stopping people. So, uh, exciting. And that's just January, you know. It's just getting started. So, uh, so we're going to try to keep, keep up with that as well. Um, and, and, you know, we're, we're definitely heavy on the amateur coverage, but, you know, we try to try to keep it diverse um, as we can uh, quick shout out to some of the local boxers who are doing a, a, a big big moves um, you know we touched on Jessica McCaskill got the WBC uh, title It'd be exciting to see what's their next step as far as you know you would expect that it'll be somebody you know ranked fairly high maybe another champion I'm not sure but 
I think the next fight would be exciting to see. Um, and you know what about uh Greer, Joshua Greer is is Josh heavy. Greer. Um, yeah, man, Josh is big. Shout out to Josh. Um, doing it big. He's doing it pretty big. He he's built. He's building a serious fan base right now because, you know, he comes out. He's got his pillow. Yeah. Uh, his night night pillow. Don't blink. Uh. And, and Mr. Do That, you know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Was that? Yeah, and, think... and, and, no. He's got all that, and he keeps delivering. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, great performances. It's, it, that For me, that's really fun to see uh, also, just because, you know, um, being close, so close to that person. No, uh, you know, I, I've met Josh, and just just to know somebody and see them out there, uh, rising, yeah, it's a it's an awesome thing. Yeah, so it's 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 great. Uh, doing a lot of big moves. Uh, he has it seems he has a good setup right now. Uh, a lot of his bouts are probably gonna be on ESPN. I think he he mentioned it uh, on social media the other day that I'm gonna see three fights uh, on ESPN. So hey, that's great, and he's delivering like you said, and 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 this whole wh- whoever came up with this pillow. Uh, strategy that the promote himself and all that stuff was is just excellent uh and, and and it makes it even better because he's actually stopping guys he's stopping guys he's you know stopping guys. and 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 his level of competition is getting higher and higher and he's 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 getting to that point you know it's 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 great it's great so good to see that happening uh you know and Good to see a lot of those big fights happening. Yeah, so shout shout out to Josh. Yeah, shout out to Nate, uh, Nathaniel Gallimore, Gallimore out yep. there training, uh, training with Josh too. Um, yeah, just he's got some stuff coming up. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll be talking about that in future podcasts. Um, there's uh Owen. He he's, Owen, he yeah. had a debut. We talked about him a little bit. Oh, that, uh, uh, yeah. Shout out to Owen. Um. Yeah, Eddie Eddie Ramirez has a has a fight to come back. He has a date. I I can't remember it right now, but he's coming back. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Um, you know, Granados. I'm not sure. What, I'm sure he has something that he'll they'll come up for him. Um, so there's a lot of activity around this this general area, and it's exciting to see a lot of these guys getting recognition and, you know, and 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 ho- hopefully you know there's. There's uh other guys that we'll be m- mentioning on further future podcasts that you know they don't they might not have a name right now mm-hmm. across the nation but you know here in Chicago we recognize them mm-hmm. um so again you know as a goal in 2019 we're gonna try to um get out to some of those guys too yeah, uh, and, and bring them uh just bring them into our our universe here a little bit yeah um, definitely. So, so this is uh this is the return of of the podcast uh and you know we're hoping to to keep it keep it going uh, we'll continue doing our our, our the you know, the coverage as as we have uh, done and excited to see what this year brings up and and what comes up and and you know if you haven't liked the page go ahead and like it share the page uh, you got something in your mind message us you know we're usually very uh, you know, accessible, you know, uh, and, and let us know. Definitely. So any, any last, last words? Um, new year, new me. 
Nah, I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We'll be, be back. And um, thanks we'll for listening, guys. Three rounds. Um, like like the Facebook page, Three Rounds. Um, it's the boxing a boxing collective. There, there's a couple other three rounds out there. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Also, you know, check out our podcast. Obviously, you're listening to it. Um. There is a, there's a way. I, I'm not sure how to do it yet. Again, it's our first podcast on this uh on this platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will get better at at the content and just putting it all together. But there there are ways that you guys can send questions. Um. I just got to figure out how to do that. Uh, so we'll get that so we can um, interact with you guys a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Anchor has like a way that the listeners can record oh, a nice. message and then we can receive them into, and we can choose to, to play them and address that on the show and stuff like that. So. Nice, nice. So exciting platform that we're on. We're all kind of learning. So uh, just kind of bear with us a little bit as we kind of work everything out. But um are excited to the, the potential of kind of keeping keeping it going and and just kind of continue the engagement with with the fan base and and uh you know it, it, the bigger the 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 page the the more we can get some of these amateurs a little bit more recognition and and things like that so i think it works out for everybody so yeah keep, keep it going get on get on that three rounds uh train okay bye guys <laughs>